Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. It's me, Tom Pipkin, joined by my co-host Tom Walker. And this week, as ever, we're going to go through the top four leagues in English football, picking out our betting highlights and best bets along the way. Uh, we are sponsored, as ever, by our good friends at matchbook.com. Stats sponsored by Odd Alerts. And, yeah, lots to sink our teeth into this week. I'm going to recap on uh, last week's very, very disappointing treble, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah, thanks for joining us, new listeners and old, as we roll into week three of the Premier League and I think fixture six of the Championship, something like that. So, yeah, uh, we're start, starting to gather some information on teams as we look to attack the day so yeah really looking forward to getting our teeth stuck into it and yeah as you said Tom we're going to talk about that agonizing treble and also fancy football and I tell you what I can't wait to talk about fancy football Um, (laughs) it's also worth mentioning for those watching on video that we've both got different backgrounds today I'm not at home where I normally am and you're just in a different room in your house right uh, my very plain usual background has been replaced by a chest of drawers and a wardrobe. So. <laughs> <laughs> only, only the most professional of backgrounds um, for you, Tom P. So yeah, work to be done. But you know, I described the treble in the intro there as um, disappointing, and that's kind of made it think that it was a bad treble because it wasn't. We had two winners and a and a four all draw, so agonising <laughs> was a much better way to describe it. But yeah, we'll go through that at the end of the show. Give you this week's one exclusively boosted by Matchbook. Uh, all odds we're going to read out on the show today are taken from matchbook.com, all going to be in decimals. And of course, as ever, you can get yourself the £30 money back as free bet for signing up with Matchbook using the registration code uh, TFB Podcast. So, with that said, shall we go straight to the Premier League? Yeah, let's start in the big boy league. Yes, Tottenham against Wolves then kicks us off. 1.4 for Spurs, 5.4 for the draw and 9.8 for Wolves. Um, 12.30, I expect Tottenham to pick up three points, particularly being at home. We spoke about Wolves last week. Um, For those who joined us in midweek for our um, little uh, Twitter space, thanks for joining. We spoke on the space as well about how just dull and boring Wolves are as well. Just so lacking in goal threat just bleh. so yeah spurs at home should get the uh the weekend off to a winning start everyone who backs them at one to four i think yeah and i will extend it slightly and go for tottenham and no so that's tottenham to win mm. and both teams to score no so that's spurs to win to nil if you want to uh, word it that way yeah 2.28 at the moment it's been heavily backed i can see um on matchbooks website here uh, I'm of the opinion that the two goals that Tottenham conceded against Chelsea don't happen against a lesser side like Wolves. And, you know, we've mentioned Tom before, they're attacking quartet. Um, they're all good on their day, but it doesn't look like they're all going to be good, you know, every game this season. They, they lack consistency. So I'm going to back uh, Tottenham and though. Yeah, okay. I like the luck of that as well. Um, moving into the three o'clock, so then we've got four three o'clocks in the Premier League. First one up, Palace against Aston Villa. 2.64 for Palace, uh, 3.35 for the draw, and 3.05 for Villa. So, you know, fairly even in terms of all three outcomes. Uh, we've seen Palace get a very good one or draw at Anfield against Liverpool on Monday Night Football. Uh, do you expect them to kick on with a win at home to Villa, or are you kind of toss a coiny with this one as the the odds seem to be no no i i'm on villa uh, sorry wow i'm not on villa, villa. i'm on pa- i'm on yeah. palace <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at i was looking at their name and it just came out of my mouth anyway i'm on palace uh 2.64 the one thing i will say so pre-season pod i didn't like the look of villa and i liked the look of palace and that hasn't really changed even with Villa's win against Everton, who are really struggling at the moment. The only thing that, that bothers me a bit about this game is Pal- I think Palace are going to do what they did against Liverpool, against a lot of big teams, when they don't have the ball. So 
you know, Zaha is going to be the outlet. Um, they're going to go for pace. You know, no Edouard, uh in against Liverpool. They went for Ayu, who's who's arguably a bit quicker. It was all on the break. One that they had three or four one on ones. This time they're not going to. It's not going to be like that. The onus is going to be on them to get on the ball, and that's where players like Zaha still thrive. Very good player, but don't have that space in behind. So it's not going to be easy. But I'll go for Palace two point six four, and I'll keep an eye on Palace in the games against big six teams. Mm, yeah, definitely. Uh, if I had to go for anyone here, I'd agree. Palace. Um, Everton against Forest then, up next. 2.02 for Everton, 3.65 for the draw and 4.3 for Forest. And we mentioned on the pod last week, yes, we're Forest fans, but we got Forest at a good price at home to West Ham uh, last weekend. Going away this weekend, I quite like the look of of double chance, Forest or draw. Um, That's 1.93. I don't feel, because it's away, I feel like Forest are going to get the majority of their points at home. The city ground crowd and the atmosphere there is going to be massive for Forest this season. Um, away from home, still not quite sure what I'm going to get from us at the moment. So that's why I'm going with the element of, of safety with the double chance. Everton played two, lost two so far this season. Um, there's certainly things that Forest need to do a lot better than, than we did in the win against West Ham. We let them have far too many chances, rode our look at times. Um, on any other day, the penalty that they missed would have gone in and we're looking at a, a you know a stormy last half an hour then um but yeah i from what i've seen from everton from what i've seen from forest starting to gel a bit more now i'd like to think we can get at least a draw from this game yeah 1.93 for the double chances is where i'm landing as well mate um everton really poor not impressed by them at all so far this season i think it is a bit of a bold bet to say that Forest are going to get anything from the game. Um, but I think Fortune does favour the Brave. We have to look. Newcastle completely dominated in every single facet. And then West Ham on another day win 4-1. And let, well, 4-0. Because let's let's face it, Forest goal also very fortunate. Hitting our knee in the knee um, and trickling into the corner. Let's, let's not kid ourselves here. Forest rode their luck massively. Um, but in the first half, particularly, Forest were much better. So, yeah, I'm I'm on double chance. Cool. Okay, then up next, Fulham against Brentford. 2.54 for Fulham, uh, 3.5 for the draw, and 3.05 for Brentford. Massive result for Brentford last weekend, beating Man U 4-0 at home. Uh, we don't need to retread much about that. A lot's been said. We spoke about it as well in the Twitter space. Um it's a big price for Brentford. This is just over two to one for them to get a win at newly promoted Fulham. Uh, Fulham on the back of two consecutive draws. I, if I had to pick, I would go for Brentford. Maybe being sucked a, li- a little bit in by the price there, but um, I was just so impressed with them against Manu. Uh, they scored two against Leicester as well on opening day, so they're in very good goal scoring form. Um, yeah, 3.05 could be a good price for Brentford. It could be. I think I'm going to go for both teams to score 1.78. I think both teams have shown, even though that Fulham drew 0-0 in their last game, I think both teams have showed uh, they know where the back of the net is so far this season. Uh, Tom, honestly, this, this sounds crazy, but this, this is a tougher game than United. A much tougher game. And I know that's hard for, for people to kind of get their heads around, but you kind of have to retrain your brain. Um, United, are, United are arguably the worst team in the league at the moment. If you wanted to play anyone, it genuinely would be Manu at home, I think, because they're in such... The way that Brentford hunted them down and made them panic just added to the mental challenge that these United players have got. Fulham is not like that at all. Uh, Fulham are, are buoyant. They're in a great vibe. They've got four points. Uh, sorry, Two points on their opening, two games. Yeah, I'm going to back both teams to score. I, I get what you're saying with Brentford, and it might work out to be the best price of the weekend. <clears throat> excuse me, in the Premier League, but I'm not ready to go that far just yet. Okay, cool, fair enough. Um, right then, up next, Leicester against Southampton to round off the three o'clocks. One point eight nine for Leicester, 
4.1 for the draw and 4.2 for Southampton to get the win. Um, any strong fancies in this particular one for you? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm still learning about both of these teams, to be honest. I don't know how you... Do you feel the same? I, I'm still learning about both. I don't know where they're going to finish, who's good, who's bad. It's it's a toss-up. I have one strong fancy in terms of goals um, mm. rather than teams on the nose to win. Um, both these sides are already involved in games with lots of goals. Leicester a 2-all and a 4-2 defeat. Uh, Southampton a 4-1 defeat and a 2-all draw as well. So that lends me to look at uh, either both teams to score or over 2.5. They're both priced exactly the same. They're both 1.68. I think that'll probably come in. I read out those stats so far this season, but if we look back to last season as well, um, eight out of the last nine Leicester games have been over 2.5. Eight of the last 10 Southampton games uh, over 2.5. And then in terms of both teams to score, eight of the last 10 Leicester games have been both teams to score. And four of the last five Southampton games have been both teams to score. So not just this season. It's kind of backed up a lot from last season as well. Um, I think it'll be an entertaining one. Who's going to win it? Not got a clue. Doesn't really matter, does it, when you're back in, uh, <laughs> when yeah. you're back in a goals bet? Uh, yeah. Great piece of research there. Uh, yeah, totally on board. Finally then for Saturday, we'll go for the 5.30, which is Bournemouth at home to Arsenal. 8.4 for Bournemouth to get the win at home. 4.9 for the draw and 1.46 for Arsenal. Uh, I feel like I'm happy to go with Arsenal again here. 1.46. Just mentioned they beat Leicester 4-2 last weekend at home. Um, away at Bournemouth. Yes, Bournemouth have performed well in their opening home game. Then they got tucked in by Man City last weekend. But no shame in that. A lot of teams will this season anyway. So that's fine. Um, much tougher task at home to Arsenal uh, than they faced on opening day at home. And I think, yeah, Arsenal should get the job done here for me. I feel it's a thing with Arsenal. They beat this kind of team, and I'm talking mid-table, low, lower-end Premier League team, very routinely, very often. Um, it's where they come against, come up against the top six. They tend to come unstuck a little bit more. Uh, so, yeah, I'd expect the old flat-track bullies, Arsenal, to get another comfortable win here. Yeah, I agree, mate. And uh, again, don't mean to repeat myself, but I'm not a Villa fan this season. I I don't think they're trending in the right direction. But also, um, you know, with that Bournemouth win over them, I just feel like, I don't mean to be harsh to Bournemouth, I just feel like the shine's taken off it a little bit because they're beating what I think is a really poor team. And yeah, Arsenal, really impressive and controlled and measured against Palace and then a bit more explosive and free-flowing against Leicester. Yeah, Arsenal should win this. I think uh, 1.46 for the Gunners. Cool. Moving into Sunday then. Leeds against Chelsea gets us started at 2 o'clock. 6.6 for Leeds. uh, 4.6 for the draw. And 1.57 for Chelsea. Uh, Again, for me, Chelsea here, the away side... Of the odds a little bit short, yeah, but I understand why. Um, I think any other day, Chelsea probably beat Spurs um, and get a bit more fortune with the refereeing decisions. So, yeah, um, I think Leeds have kind of continued from where they were last season, really. We've seen the capable of scoring, but again, capable of defending. I just think Chelsea will be tighter, more of a unit. They're a better team than the teams they've played so far this season. They'll punish Leeds. Yeah, Leeds can't give Chelsea the opportunities they've been given to other teams so far this season. Um, yeah, Chelsea to get the win for me. Yeah, I was really disappointed uh, with Leeds, I think, last time out. Um, I just was kind of expecting a bit more after opening day. Chelsea, I thought, were absolutely brilliant for most of, most of that game. Uh, I was really expecting them to be, you know, work in progress, you know, they had Ruben Loftus-Cheek at right wing back. I thought, what is going on here? And then I thought they were absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, I'm very confident in Chelsea. Way more confident now than I was pre-season on their team and their chances. Yeah, 1.57 Chelsea. 
Cool. All right. Uh, up next then, West Ham against Brighton. Uh, West Ham priced at 2.4 for the win. The draw's 3.5. Uh, Brighton are 3.35. Now, West Ham started the season with two defeats. Really need to generally pick up something in this game. But they've got a really bad record against Brighton. Uh, they've not beaten the Seagulls in 10 consecutive games. Um, I'm going to avoid, despite that, I'm going to avoid picking an outright team here. I'm going to go for both teams to score. It's priced at 1.81. It has happened in the last seven consecutive games between these two sides. Um, and it's also been 10 consecutive games since West Ham kept a clean sheet against Brighton. So considering the goal scoring form that this fixture's historically had, that's what I'm going to go for again. Um, yeah, don't know about you. I'm going to go double chance Brighton. I think I think this will end up in a draw. I don't normally like tipping draws, as you know. Three point five for the draw. Uh, I think if anyone was to to do better than the other, it will be will be Brighton. Obviously, I just spoke about on a Forest angle. They got really lucky. West Ham got really unlucky, and and you have to remember they they. I think they deserve to win that game overall. So taking that into consideration. I think it's going to be a draw, but Brighton have been so impressive, so controlled, so measured. I think I can't see them leaving without a point, basically. So, yeah, I'm going double chance Brighton, 1.67. Okay, cool. Uh, draw and yes, so both teams have score and a draw. That's 4.7 for anybody interested if you mm. want to combine them all together. I like that. Um, Right, finally then, for Sunday, Newcastle against Manchester City. 9.5 for Newcastle, 5.5 for the draw, and 1.4 for City. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? So, I think I'm going to go for City still, because I feel like I have to. Um, but I am going to go for an extension of under 2.5. So Man City and under 2.5 is priced at 4.3. Mm. Newcastle, since Eddie Howe's have Eddie Howe has come in, sorry, um, they've got the third best defensive record in the Premier League with obviously Liverpool and Man City, the top two. So they're the best of the rest. And that's really impressive when you think about it. Um, you know, a lot of the... They did bring in a couple of reinforcements, but they still rely on people like Fabian Cher every now and then and, and all these kind of guys. And obviously that was only strengthened in the summer with the arrival of Nick Pope, who has been absolutely outstanding so far for Newcastle. So overall, yeah, I think City are the better team, of course, and they should win. But under 2.5 is 4.3. If you want it to be a little bit safer... Man City and under 3.5 is 2.36. Uh, this is just based on Newcastle's, you know, they haven't conceded yet this season either. Um, I think it will be a narrow City win. Yeah, I do like that angle. Um, I, I feel kind of similar to you. I feel like you've got to go for Man City, really. But but it, it's a tough place to go, isn't it? St. James's mm. Park this season. I, I'm convinced Newcastle will beat uh, at least one or two of the so-called top six at St. James's Park this season. Absolutely um, agree. Yeah, it's going to be a very tough place to go. And I guess that's the next step for Newcastle now to, you know, as they advance up the league towards the, the European places to prove that they can regularly knock off these top six sides, especially at home. Can they do it this weekend against Man City? Yeah, I'm not so sure. But um yeah, I think, you know, if a, a vulnerable Manchester United came to town or Arsenal, for example, I, I could certainly see it. But yeah, mm. City at 1.4 again for me. But it, it's, I agree, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be hard fought and tough for City. Um, Monday then, Manchester United against Liverpool. And here you go, Manchester United at home, a 5.9. Absolutely enormous for them at Old Trafford. 4.4 for the draw, 1.64 for Liverpool. Uh, surely you've got to go for Liverpool after the absolute shambles that was last week away at Brentford. Part of me thinks we're just going to see the same again. Part of me also does kind of think, surely they can't be that bad again. But it's Manchester United, so they probably can. And we saw it in the exact same fixture last year. Um, <laughs> Liverpool won 5-0. So if we got a repeat, 
I think it would be much less shocking um, for people. So I'm going to bring Man City into the equation here. So let's say Man City do beat Newcastle on uh, Sunday. Uh, There'll be seven points clear of Liverpool already. This is, if City win, this is must win. And I know that is crazy because it's so early, but you have to remember the amount of points that these teams put up, you know, used to be able to win the league 86, 83 maybe. Now it's like, if you don't get 90, 93 points, like forget it. Like you're absolutely nowhere. So this is a huge game for Liverpool, huge. Mm. Obviously Man United, it's more narrative and pride to be honest with you. But for Liverpool, like they, they've been really disappointing so far this season. They need to win. And I think they will win purely. Yes, it's a rivalry game. They can smell blood and their biggest rivals. I think the main motivation is going to come from the fact that City are seven points clear and they need to close that gap back down to four. So, yeah, City for me. Uh, sorry, Liverpool for me, 1.64. Yeah, just an extension. There's no odds for it yet up on match, but please do look out for it closer to Monday. I think we'll get a few first-half goals in this one as well. I don't think it'll be a tight, cagey opening. I think, uh, I think it'll be entertaining. So... I'm looking kind of over 1.5 first half goals uh, is my thinking. Uh, but yeah, no odds for it yet, but look out for that closer to the time. Right, let's take a moment to talk about match book. Then we'll dive into the championship, shall we? Yeah, quick reminder uh, that you can sign up as a new member to Matchbook and receive a £30 back as a free bet offer. Uh, with a new account you just need to sign up with tfb podcast as the promo code and that means you will have essentially a safety net of up to 30 quid so you can put down your first bet and if it loses you'll get that back as a free bet as kind of matchbook cash Uh, you can use it on the treble that we will read out later on for those of you that aren't aware our trebles are exclusively boosted by matchbook to be the best on the market guaranteed so if you want to use it against the treble that's coming later in the show, you can do so. Just remember, TFB podcast, new customers only. Yeah, absolutely. Please do check that out. Uh, right, let's move into the championship then. And I think, genuinely, this is the, the one league in the football league that I have the least grip on. <laughs> Everything we expect to happen seems to not be happening right now which is very frustrating, but it is still early on in the season. We're still in August. Um, we're hoping to get a bit more consistency from teams we expect to be good um, as we go on with the weeks. But yeah, it's, it's a bit of a minefield at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it's not easy. It's not easy. But I, I do think I found a couple of things um, mm. in a championship. And I'm, I'm going to get us started with a... A little chat, Tom, about midweek and about Millwall, who, yeah, two two in midweek, they were two nil down. I think was it the ninety sixth minute? Uh, they they were two nil down. It was yeah ninety third minute. And also, I watched the highlights. Michael Obafemi is running through one on one in the ninety third minute. And, and I think it's Murray Wallace gets back with an unbelievable tackle. And then they go on, Swansea score two own goals and Millwall rescue a draw. Imagine the feeling in the dressing room after that, Tom. You are literally staring defeat in the face and you come back like that. You must be absolutely buoyant. And Millwall travel to Norwich. On, this is on Friday night, by the way. Um so Norwich obviously struggling at the moment. One or two question marks just starting to creep into media when it comes to Dean Smith because obviously they went down without really putting up a fight last season uh, and it's continued to be pretty poor this season. I'm back in double chance Millwall, I think. 1.93. Millwall strengthened really well in the summer and you know we've known them, Tom, since we've done the pod as that team that finishes between... 7th and 10th, and they're trying to finish 6th, and they're trying to get in that playoff spot, and they're trending in the right way every season, I feel like they're getting better, they lost Jed Wallace but they've still brought in some great 
additions like George Honeyman, etc. Yeah, I like the look of Millwall this season and Norwich aren't showing me anything. Nothing. So 1.93 double chance Millwall um, is what I'll be back in Friday night. I do like that, definitely. And we've seen in the last week alone, Millwall have twice come back from two goals down um, and gained four points from it. So there's obviously a lot of yes fortune on in Swansea where they give away two own goals. But you know, you've got to fight till the end and that's what they're doing every game and uh, they're getting the rewards from that at the moment so yeah you can yeah. absolutely see that um, away at struggling Norwich another double chance price which I like the look of and we're going to jump on a team who's doing well uh, early doors Hull so draw or Hull they're away at West Brom uh, and they're priced at 2.42 to get either a draw or a win well, I saw the price I thought geez, that seems quite big to me this is a Hull side who yes they're unfancied but they've won their two home games so far this season, one of them being against Norwich. They've drew 0-0 away at Preston, tough place to go, uh, and drew one all away at Burnley. So Burnley are expected to be right up there at the end of the season. So four really good results so far. And the form they're in, saying that, I could see them getting at least a draw where West Brom, it's not like West Brom have been smashing everyone in sight, is it? They've not to, they're no. yet to win so far in the Championship. Uh, drew two and lost one of their three games so far they've played this season. So, yeah, I don't think Hull, are, Hull have anything to fear going to West Brom. Um, so, yeah, seems like a good price to me. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, I'm absolutely fine with that, mate. I'll uh, be dabbling in that for sure. Uh, let's talk about Burnley then. Uh, they got a Blackpool at home this weekend. Their their price really short, to be honest with you. I think that's base off maybe opening day because I haven't mm. seen too too much since then a, a good half against Luton I seem to remember when I had uh, them to win on the treble and they didn't come in um, they are playing against Blackpool who got a win last time out their first one of the season but for me what I've seen so far has been enough to stay up you know that's the kind of level that I'm seeing from Blackpool at the moment. A couple of good young players, a couple of exciting moments, but I think they'll lose more than they'll win still. But I think they will survive. Burnley in under 3.5, for me, looks great value. 2.16. Burnley still trying to piece it together on a consistent basis and reach those heights of opening day. I don't expect them to swat uh, Blackpool aside here, you know, three, four, five, six. I think Burnley in under 3.5 is a great bet at 2.16. If you want to go a bit further and you want to squeeze more juice out the lemon, uh, 3.55 is Burnley in under 2.5. I could see it. I probably wouldn't back it, um, but I could see it happening. If you're interested in being a bit more braver, uh, 3.55 for under 2.5. Yeah, uh, I like it. And one more for me, uh, Sheffield United at home to Blackburn Rovers. Sheffield United priced at 1.8 for the victory. Um, could be stung by the XG miracle that is Blackburn Rovers. Um, yeah, they're, they're massively outperforming their XG at the moment. They've uh, had two shots in the last game, uh, scored two goals. They had four shots on target against Swansea and they scored three goals. So just my thinking is that this has kind of gone there even itself out eventually. Um, Sheffield United is a, is a tough place to go. They've had some decent results already this season. And I think they should have enough against the Blackburn side, who, yeah, like I say, they're not going to keep this record up of having a shot on target and it seems to go in. Um, it can't be. It's not sustainable. Um, and I think with rumours circling around Brereton Diaz, we record this on Wednesday, this transfer window shuts soon. Um Will he be involved? Will he pick up a niggle for Saturday if he's got clubs seriously interested in him? Maybe you will. Yeah. So that could be a factor that comes into play as a negative for, for Blackburn as well. Uh, yeah. So 1.8 for Sheffield United. Yeah, I'm on that as well. I'm on that as well. That was the last one I had. Sheffield United just, yeah, the XG miracle has, has got to come to an end soon. Um, and yeah, Sheffield United is a tough place to go. Make no mistake. Right, League One then. This is a tasty league this week. Uh, get us kicked off with something in League One because, yeah, plenty that wets the, wets the appetite here. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so, mate. Um, I think I'm going to start off with Peterborough. Now, they've got quite a tough game, to be honest with you. Um, Peterborough are up against Lincoln. And, you know, Lincoln have, they started off, I think, better than most people thought. Should we leave it at that? Like, they've had some pretty strong results, and they're in 11th uh, under Mark Kennedy, obviously, rookie manager. Uh, Peterborough would won every single game uh, up until they played against Plymouth. I think Plymouth away, Tom, is one of the hardest games in League One. So I'm not too bothered about that, particularly as they bounce back at home where they are again and be title favourite Sheffield Wednesday 2-0 at home in a comfortable, comfortable performance. Lincoln, I, I mean, I could see them causing issues. They did beat Oxford 2-1 away. Uh, that is a good result. Uh, and then previously, of course, they, in uh, Carabao Cup action, beat lowly Doncaster. Not sure I'm ready to, to read into that. But it's it should be a game that Peterborough win. And I do like the way that they are kind of going about things at the moment. It's classic Peterborough, isn't it? Just relentless goals. Uh, a little bit of carelessness at the back, but you know the stats are backing up that they're that they're looking all right. To be fair, so one point seven for me. I'm I'm on posh this weekend. Yeah, me too. I do like that one. Um, Exeter uh, for me at home to Cheltenham Town. They're priced at one point six eight, and I don't think many people would have expected Exeter to get promoted. And you know, four or five games in, they're already priced as short as one point six eight. Crikey. Um, it is quite short, but it is for good reason. I think the Carabao Cup tie that was played a couple of weeks ago between these two sides probably factors into this price quite a bit. Um, Exeter went away to Cheltenham and beat them 7-0. So, you know, they've, they've already got a massive one over over this opposition already this season. Um, at St. James's Park, their home ground, they've played two in the league. They've won both of them in the league. So very good, strong home form already. Um, and Cheltenham are just really struggling. Aside from that 7-0 defeat, they've not scored in four consecutive games. Uh, they've lost four on the bounce. And I I just think, yeah, the way they're going, it looks like they're in for a, a tough, long old season. But yeah, extra in form. Compile on the misery again this weekend. Yeah, the Michael Duff magic leaving the club um, means it's a, a tall order, doesn't it, for Cheltenham yeah. this season? Yeah. But... Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. This I think this is a brave pick, but I think this will be a good pick. Um, Ipswich, they are away at Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury in 16th as things stand. They've won two of their opening games, um, drew two and lost one. Sorry, that was cup action as well in the league. Won one, drew two, lost one. They're they're a sticky team, a Shrewsbury. Make no mistake, nil nil against Derby. Uh, they beat Wickham away, and they beat Carlisle in the Carabao Cup, uh, but they did lose to Accrington and draw nil-nil with Morecambe in the league. They're just a sticky team. I think they'll give a lot of people a tough game, and they'll end up finishing mid-table, which I think will represent a good season. But the control that Ipswich are showing at the moment, the absolute, you know, they, they remind me of like a constricting snake. Tom, to be honest with you, where they just squeeze you to death and they just, they don't let go and they're under complete control the entire game. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to read too much into the opposition of their last three. I think that's got to be taken into consideration. They did beat Burton. They beat Milton Keynes Dons 3-0, who I think are still going to be all right, even though they're, they're struggling badly at the moment. And they lost against Colchester in the uh, Carabao Cup. I don't think they'll care about that. Previously, though, a win against Forest Green. I think that's a similar level of team to Shrewsbury. And I just like the way that Kieran McKenna plays and runs this team. They're, they're defensively brilliant. They don't give anyone an inch. They are so tough to play against. I think this will be an Ipswich win, but low scoring. So I've got three tips. So we're going to start off with (laughs) Ipswich and under 3.5 is 2.6. Ipswich and under 2.5 is 4.0. 
But I think where my money would be going would just be Ipswich on the nose, 2.04. But if you do want to have a little extension, then I think all three of those will end up coming in, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I like them. I feel like as good as Ipswich are, they don't really seem to me like a... You know, like you could expect Peterborough to go out and beat someone 5-0. Yeah, yeah. Definitely really not for Ipswich. Yeah. I yeah. totally agree, mate. Yeah. Uh, so I like those angles that you're coming from, definitely. Um, the next one up for me, uh, let's look at Charlton. It's a, it's a short price again, 1.66 to win at home to Cambridge. So we won't spend too long on it, but Ben Garnable is, mm. is clicking at the Valley, isn't it? Um, yeah, it they is, beat, yeah. They beat Plymouth 5-1 in midweek at home. Yes, aided by red card, but they were winning at the time, to be fair to them. Um, they've played three games at home this season, so two in the league, one in the cup. They've won all three. Uh, the cup win asterisk did come on penalties against QPR, but you know beating higher level opposition, very good. Um, Cambridge have played two games away from home. They've lost them both. So for me, this is classically early on in the season, a team in Charlton who play very well at home against a team in Cambridge who. Uh, they've won both their home games as well, but lost both their away games. So for Cambridge this season, home form is where it's going to be at, definitely, in terms of their survival push. Um, yeah, I think Charlton back at home again, scored bucket loads in midweek on really good form, can carry that on against Cambridge, who struggle away from home anyway. Uh, 1.66 is the price. A little bit tight, but I, I can't lie to you. I did look at it. I did. Mm. And uh, I didn't read it out because it's a short price, but I am with you. Uh, that cool. that's it for me in League One, Tom. I don't know if you got anything left. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, I did note down Portsmouth as well. Uh, Portsmouth currently sat third in the league, doing very well and beaten start. Uh, they are at home to Bristol City. They're priced at one point seven two for the win. Um, yeah, just. Goals mainly is the thing for me for Portsmouth. They've played five games this season, uh, four in the league, one in the cup. They scored 3-0, 3-2-4. So, you know, bags of goals there so early on, especially, you know, at home they scored four against Cambridge in midweek. Um, yeah, and Bristol Rovers, I, I don't really know what I'm going to get from them yet this season and that might be me underestimating them here but you know they they beat Oxford 1-0 good win followed up with a 3-0 against Barnsley so it's a bit up and down here and there so yeah I think I know what I'm getting with Portsmouth and I know they can score goals especially at home so yeah 1.72 it's another one that's a bit on the shorter side but I think will come in this is a great example of you know what side of the coin you're on because I didn't read out Portsmouth because I don't know what I'm going to get from Bristol Rovers, and that makes me nervous. And yeah. you've read out Portsmouth because you don't know what you're going to get from Bristol Rovers, and that gives you confidence. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting one. It depends on what side of the coin you're on. I mean, let's be honest, you know, Soccer Saturday, flick it on, 5 o'clock, Portsmouth could win 2-0, absolutely no problem. But I I rate Bristol Rovers. I think there's more to come, and I'm just I'm just a bit more nervous. But fortune yeah. favors the brave, Tom. So good luck to you. <laughs> no, well, that's fair enough. Let's look at League Two then, and uh, get us kicked off, mate, with who you like the look of in League Two. Do you know what? I think this is going to be a team that I'm going to consistently back almost all season. Uh, it's Grimsby Town. That I'm back again for more fish and chips. Two point one four. For the Mariners at home, they're against Sutton United and Grimsby. Won their last two games of so yet yeah, ones in the cup. I'm not going to lie to you, but only one defeat in their last five. They've started off, as I said to you, Tom. Everyone, Stockport, Stockport, Stockport. Everyone talk about Stockport, but Grimsby have just been, you know, quietly doing their thing. And I know they're in 17th right now, but they've strung together some good performances against some tough teams. Anyone, I think, that can draw against Lincoln uh, and beat, sorry, draw against Northampton and beat Crewe, I, I think have to be respected. 
I like Grimsby at home for sure. And Sutton, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out are they gonna be good again this season or or not? Because they've started a bit slow. Uh ironically, they're actually above Grimsby in the league by a place. Uh, but they've lost three in a row away from home, which is obviously where this game is. Most notably away at Doncaster. I don't think that's a good result. I don't rate Doncaster at all. Um their only win really so far this season has been against Barrow, who I I know they've got off to a good start, but I still expect Barrow to finish lower, bottom half probably. And yeah, I like Grimsby. I think they're playing really well. They're not getting the credit they deserve. And I'm all in on Grimsby, to be honest with you. I think that's going to be a good price come five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. You know, I got to back you, Grimsby, after your, your excellent Grimsby tip last week on the pod. So yeah. Count me in again. It's not one I had down myself, but mm. yep, count me in. Count me cool. convinced. Um, decent price again here. Uh, Grimsby was decent. We're going to up it a little bit with Mansfield Town yes. at home to Stockport County. Mansfield at 2.34 for the win. Um, I just think Stockport are a team to go against at the moment, considering the start they've had to the season. They've played four league games. They've lost three, winning just one. Um, so they've had a really tough start to life in League 2, a lot tougher than a lot of people expected, I think. Um, and they might still come good, you know, it's early days yet. But uh, yeah, for now, whilst they're, they're down and losing, happy to go against them. I think, uh, yeah, away at Mansfield, they got a very tough game because Mansfield, as we saw last season, do you remember when they went on that record-breaking home run? where they won about 11 at home in a row in the league, I think it was. It was a lot. Um, yeah, and, and broke the club record for consecutive league home wins. Well, they've carried on in similar vein already this season. They've played two at home. They've won both of them. And, yeah, 2.34 for this excellent performing home club against a struggling Stockport. Um, we'll take advantage of that. And we're seeing it again because the team we're against is Stockport. The team we're going for is a good price. And we see it week after week at the moment. And yeah, we can keep on cashing in until Stockport really start to turn their form around. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I am back in Swindon Town, Tom. I am back in a team that hasn't won this season um, to, to get a win. Uh, I am back in 19th to beat 24th. Uh, they're playing against Rochdale. Um Rochdale are in a mess, a big mess. There's lots of talk that Robbie Stockdale might leave. Um, they are looking by far and away the worst team in the division. Swindon, right, they haven't won in six, but I think they've had a really tough start. They played Harrogate. That's, that's an even game where, you know, anything could happen. But then they played Salford. They played Walsall in the cup. They played Carlisle away, who looked pretty decent. And they played Leighton Orient at home, who, again, you know, looked pretty decent, I think it's fair to say. So I think they've had a really tough start. And I think this is exactly what they need. 1.97. I think it's a good price. Rochdale, both teams are struggling. But to me, Rochdale look all at sea. And Swindon had just been a victim of a tough start. That That's what I think. I'm not saying Swindon are going to win the league. But I think you'll see, you know, come December... I think Swindon will be in a strong position and Rochdale will be not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. I, I wasn't going to read that one out, but I, I can take your reasoning why. Absolutely. Um, and there's one more for me, really. I was going to look at Walsall away at Gillingham. Um, you might want to throw a double chance in here for a little bit of extra safety, but Walsall are 3.15 um, to win away at the Jills. This is mainly more so on the side of how bad Gillingham have been rather than how good Walsall have been because Walsall have started the season um, fairly well, I'd say. Um, they've got two wins and a draw and a loss from their opening four games, so they've had a decent start. But Gillingham have got relegated. Uh, they've won one, and that was against Rochdale, who we've spoken about have been very poor. And aside from that win against Rochdale, they've lost all the other three games to nil. So... Firstly, cause for concern that they're losing and that they're not scoring goals either. So, yeah, losing to AFC Wimbledon, Tranmere and Harrogate, all to nil. Um, I think 
the form that Walsall have shown so far this season. They've shown they can score goals. They scored four on opening day. Let's not forget that. Uh, against the Gingham side, who seem to be really struggling to find the back of the net. Uh, Walsall at 3.15 could be a, a decent price um, when we look at this in hindsight. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I had that one wrote down and and yeah, they've, they've kind of surprised me to start the season, to be honest with you. But uh, long may it continue for their fans because when you think of that club, you don't, they don't haven't had a lot to shout about, have they? So no. <laughs> yeah, onwards and upwards for them. Um, so yeah, I think that wraps up the tips and we can review last week's treble, uh, an agonising one, to be honest with you, as I said at the top of the show. So we had Arsenal um, at home to Leicester. They, of course, won 4-2. That was lovely. Uh, we had Northampton, Tom, uh, 2-1 over Hartlepool for the Cobblers. And then we had Accrington. And you text me, <laughs> you text me when Accrington were 3-0 down inside half an hour against Burton. And I said that Burton were the worst team in League One by a mile. And I was very, very bullish on Accrington. They managed to rescue a 4-4 with two goals in stoppage time, uh, Stanley. But unfortunately, it might have been a good result for them considering uh, you know the state of play, but we're only looking for winners. So unfortunately, that one didn't come through. But... Uh, as I said before, you know, we've got uh, another week of research and form to go off. And for those of you that are new, this is the part of the show where me and Tom are going to read out our recommended treble. So we back it ourselves, but we're not saying that you have to do it. It's just what we fancy. It will be exclusively enhanced by Matchbook. So if you are interested, that's going to be the best place to back it. You will not get a better price anywhere. And remember, you can use that money back as a free bet offer up to 30 quid if you wanted to uh, have a risk-free flutter on the treble as a new customer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I feel like, you know, we're getting closer every week, aren't we? We've had three trebles now. Full honesty, none of them have won. But each week we are getting closer and closer and closer. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Um, I don't think we could get much closer than picking a team that scores four and still doesn't win. So, Correct. Um, Hopefully this week will be the week. Uh, we have got a nice juicy one for you. It's our biggest price treble that we've had of the season so far. But we are going to the hopefully happy hunting ground that is League One for every single team in the treble. <laughs> um, so we have picked for this week Exeter at home to Cheltenham, Ipswich away at Shrewsbury and Peterborough at home to Lincoln. And all three teams are in the exclusively boosted matchbook.com treble at the price of 6.6. So Ooh. it's a nice price, I think. Three teams who we've all given our justification for and reasoning. Two of them at home, very strong home teams at that against. And then the other team, Ipswich, the boa constrictor of League <laughs> One. So, yeah. Yeah, like so, we go one better than uh, than last week, right? Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. And yeah, please gamble responsibly, guys. And remember, these are our picks. We're not uh, saying that you have to have to pick them. Uh, we'll be backing them ourselves. Uh, okay, and then, okay, fancy football. Now, for those old listeners, you'll know that I, I am traditionally just point blank horrendous at fantasy football. And I'm always hovering around the 180th mark out of about 230 teams, 250 teams. I'm delighted to say I'm 45th. You're 45th? 45th. I had a stonking week. The you, average you, points. The average week, points. Yeah. Eh? And I said last week you are about 260th or something. <laughs> yeah, I was. Wow. I was. I've climbed. I've climbed. I, the average points week was 57, and I got 97. So wow. I, I had, a, I had oh, an excellent week, and oh, I, I just yeah. couldn't wait to talk about it because yeah. I dread this part of the show every single week, and I've done for five years. <laughs> and, how did you get on? Okay. Um, I got 62, so nice. just very above average. Um. But yeah, where are you, you in have? the league? Where are you in the league? Hundred and third. Oh my god! 
this is a hey. surreal feeling for me, yeah. I'll be honest with you. A very surreal feeling. Incredible. I was looking at your team now. Uh, De Bruyne, captain, same as me, Jesus. Now, I, I had a real nightmare. So I swapped out Jesus for Haaland. So um, whether it's a good long-term play, maybe it will be. But yeah, for this weekend only, it's just typical, isn't it? That um, you're, a you flip, know, you're a flip-flapper. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm the Tinker Man, aren't I? Claudio, oh, Claudio, <laughs> Tinker Man. Tinker Man. <laughs> uh, so yeah. we will read out the top ten in reverse order here. So we got Dave G, Dennis Sheehy, Mackenzie Lister, Joe Condron, Vincent Salvan, Ethan L, Stu Everson, Sammy Walton, Kevin Manning, and Dan Pinska with Brizzle as in B-R-I-Z-Z-O-L, Brizzle City, uh, 177 points. He's got, he's got a five-point cushion on Kevin in second. Now, obviously, it's really early days, so if you do want to join the Fancy Football League, you can still do so. Um, if you want to make a new team, it's probably still not too late to try and you know chance your arm. If you've got an existing team with a Premier League official fantasy you'll join at your rightful place. So if you deserve to be 10th on the points you've got, then you'll go in at 10th. So yeah, please get at us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast for the league code. Just send us a DM or give us a, a tweet out in the public domain. Uh, and we'd absolutely love to, uh, to have you in. And also you would have missed four out of six correct midweek tips uh, on Twitter. We exclusively do our midweek stuff on Twitter. So please follow us to make sure you're not missing out. T underscore FB podcast. Yeah, man. Just going back to fantasy football really quickly. Um, if you have another stonking week, which I kind of hope you do, I'd love for you to read your own name out in the top 10. I'd has that love ever it. happened? Have we ever done that? I don't think it ever has. No, that, that yeah. would be good. No, wow. that'd be incredible. You should probably just quit there and then, and that's oh, peak, isn't it? That <laughs> is peak. That is peak. Um, but yeah, that would be cool. Um, but yeah, if you have enjoyed the show, guys, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. I know we had a couple of nice DMs this week come in or messages on Twitter to say they'd left a review. So thank you for those who had left one. Um, we'd really appreciate all of them that do come in. Uh, yeah, and that's it, really, isn't it, Tom? Thank you for listening or watching once again and we'll be back next week for uh, another episode cheers take care